Ever since we started using Relevance Online Marketing, I could see a drastic improvement in our SEO. I mean, we are ranking so much higher when searching for dentists in our hometown. We are seeing more new patients and certainly someone you should give a, give a look at if you're considering new marketing companies. Just absolutely awesome. I would recommend Relevance to any practice owner who wants to see what proper marketing can do for their office. I want to thank Dr. Paul Etchinson for introducing me to Relevance Marketing. They've done a great job, very thorough. I'm happy with the results. Thank you guys for all of your help. We never truly realized how powerful this could be. It's really changed our business for the best. I think they're definitely worth every penny. Easy to communicate with, easily accessible, does what I ask, and even shows me some reports when things are going a little bit off track and what they're doing about it. You know, it's just a level of service I just haven't really received from other marketing agencies. Since we've been using Relevance, we've seen a tremendous growth in our business. I would recommend their services to just about anybody. Search engine optimization uh, and getting your ranking on Google to be the highest it can possibly be. The efforts uh, by Relevance and their team and the efforts and the things that they've done with the, uh, the SEO as well as the social media. Highly recommend it. So what are you waiting for? This is Dr. Paul Etchison telling you to get a free consultation with Relevance. As a listener of the podcast, you get the first month free and there is zero obligation to continue if you aren't blown away. Make this the year you grow your practice to the next level. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to set up a free consultation. That's RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Edgerson. We're here on Monday, February 20th. I want to give a shout out to some people, three people that wrote me, actually that left me a five-star rating on my new book, Dental Practice Heroes 2. They didn't write a review, so there is no name and I have no name to thank you by, but thank you so much for doing that. I do appreciate it. If you do write a review and leave your name, I will give you a shout out on the podcast. Hey, the audiobook, I just got through the edits and there's only like six things that need to be corrected and they just got to get remixed. And that book, hopefully, you know, pending Audible, like grants it, like says it's okay. I'm hoping this will be out on Friday, you know, and I listened to the whole thing and man, I, I think I got a kind of a knack for it. I really do. I thought it was going to turn out horrible, but I thought it turned out really good. My wife agreed. And I'm just really happy with this, the content to this book. I can't, I just, I was so worried when writing it that it wouldn't be a good follow-up to my first book, but I feel like this book makes my first book, I don't want to say my makes my first book bad. It's just that this book is good and I'm so proud of it. And I really hope you go out and, and buy it on Amazon and, and the audiobook. And I read it myself. So that was a trip, but I'd do it again. It wasn't that bad, I guess, now that I'm through it. You know, I, I want to talk about, I had a coaching client that I coached maybe two years ago. We took a year off. We're back together now. And this is somebody who really put in the work and wanted to bring an associate, wanted to cut down days, ended up bringing... He was working like 50 hours a week, just building up the practice, getting ready for an associate. He brought on two and he cut himself down to two days a week. And he's just doing like all on fours and sent me like a video of him doing a zygoma, just crazy stuff. Like Good for him, but he's coming back, just kind of looking for next steps and taking his practice to the next level. So, you know, one thing that he mentioned since he's doing all these all on fours is that he's spending a ton of money on marketing, ton of money on trying to acquire all these cases. 
as well as new patient marketing, but he wants more new patients. They're seeing about 45, 50 new patients a month. And for two associates, that works, but it would be, you know, more is better. We want, you know, I love my associates to see over 40 new patients each a month. So I, we were talking about what are some ways we can kind of just scrunch together maybe an additional 15, 20 new patients a month. And, you know, first thing is always going to be phone skills and new patient conversion, just knowing that your phone skills and that you're converting people that are calling. But what are some other easy ways that we can just add just a few more new patients? Now, these are, none of these are going to like drastically change your practice around. You know, this is not going to be, you're not going to bank on one of these, but if you do all of them, you know, it should, I hope, you know, or count to maybe 15, 20 new patients. And that can be pretty life-changing as far as the practice goes. So the first thing is, you know, stressing with the team, the importance of asking to schedule the other family members at the first visit, when we blow them, when we blow them away, when they come in and they're just like impressed with us and we're like, okay, you like us? Cool. Do you have anyone else in the family that you need to schedule? And it just takes a little prompting. Sometimes it's like, well, I know my husband's schedule. He's pretty busy and, and he'll call. But why don't we just get an appointment? And once it gets closer, if he needs to change it, he can. He can reschedule it. Because sometimes they just need a little push. They go to the dentist, you know, it's, it's, it's somewhat anxiety producing and they're almost gone. They're almost out of there. They just want to leave. But then they're like, you know what? You push them a little and they go, you know what? I'm here. Let's just get it done. I got to get it done. Just stressing, scheduling the rest of the family, getting more new patients like that. Think about it. Every person you see lives with other people. And I'm not saying like roommates, like scheduling appointments for each other, but you know, families, making sure you get the kids in, make sure you get the husband, the mom. And I, and I am being a little gender biased here, but most of the new patients are for a family. A lot of times it's the mom, but you know, it can go either way. So, but you, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? All right. The second thing is, you know, asking people to write reviews and not in a weird way and just formally saying, Hey, you know what? Give the post-op instructions say, Hey, you know, we really liked seeing you. I hope you had a great experience. If there's anything else we can do, please let me know. I would love so much. You got a link on your phone. If you would just take five seconds, even if you don't write anything, if you could just give us a five-star review, if you're happy, it just means so much to us. You will increase your five-star reviews immensely. And why does this help you? Because this helps you stand out a little bit more on Google. When someone searches your town dentist, it helps you stand out more. It'll help you rank better, but it'll also help you stand out more. And if you have a good SEO company, that should help as well. I mean, if you, if you type in your town dentist and you don't appear in those top three, huge opportunity there just to get, if you can find somebody to get you to that top three with the right marketing company. Oh my gosh. I mean, if you have the reviews and you've got the website, there is no reason why you shouldn't see well more than 20 new patients a month. I mean, you'll see way more. That is such a important piece, at least to my practice and to our new patients is that we're just up there on Google. We've got more reviews than anybody else. So Populating those reviews and responding to your reviews, negative and positive, respond to them because Google likes responsive businesses. All right. The other thing is sending a card to somebody who refers you a patient. Now, th this coaching client of mine was sending $100 gift cards. Can you? I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, man. He's like, what'd you send? I'm like, well, he's just sending like $5 Dunkin' Donut gift cards. Shit. $100. That's, he's like, well, that's what I would pay for you know, the marketing next term. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I hear that, but damn. You don't need to send that much. You know, right now we are just sending thank you cards with no gift cards in them just because we just hadn't noticed that it made any difference. But if you wanted to, you can. We did something with a local pizza place where we, we gave them, we sent coupons out and they would free large pizza. At the end of the month, they would give us all the coupons. We would pay for all the large pizzas at a discount. That was kind of cool. 
We thought about doing that with different restaurants and different other vendors in the area, kind of supports local business. Cool way to kind of integrate some different things, but it's just what you want to put on into it. But I think the important part is sending a card, handwritten, thank you so much for your trust in our office. We really appreciate you sending, list the patient's name. We are going to take great care of them. We really like them, something like that. You know, So you, you got to do that. And then you also need to go in the referring patient's chart and find their next appointment. And you need to put that this person referred Mr. Jones. Because when that, next, when that patient that referred comes in, you need to walk in the room, well, oh my gosh, thank you so much for referring Mr. Jones. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. He came in, we're like, oh yeah, he loved him. It was a great guy. He was, so, he was so nice. This just reinforces the referral patterns. And if you run a referral report for your practice, and I hope that you're, you're keeping track of this. And if you're not, you need to start. You need to start where, you need to ask the patients, where did you hear about us? And if they don't tell you, you got to ask them, hey, I don't have a referral source for you. Where did you hear about us? You'll, you'll notice that it's certain patients, and it will surprise you sometimes. It's certain patients that will refer you like 30 people. And then some of your favorite patients will refer you like one or zero. So it's like, we need to really encourage these people. And that's a nice way to do it. It's a nice way to express gratitude because let's be honest here. We aren't doing them the favor. They are doing us a favor. All right. They are doing our practice a favor. They are helping us grow. They're helping us help more people fulfill our mission. So flag them in your charts so you can go and thank them at their next visit. And then we talked a little bit about like just getting a little bit more active on Facebook. I know Facebook's kind of falling out of vogue with younger generations, but we're really not catering to younger generations quite yet. I would say most of the people we want to have in our dental practice are 30 plus, 40 plus. I mean, they're still on Facebook. So Facebook is still a good medium for reaching people. Problem is, is that we post a bunch of generic crap and nobody cares about it. And Facebook stops showing our stuff to people that we want to reach. So how can we get our reach back? How can we get engagement on our Facebook? And that's really easy to do with a contest. You can just get some concert tickets, have somebody say, hey, we're giving these away. To enter, comment below, tag two of your friends, and you know, tag as many as you want. You know, you do that. It doesn't matter. Like, they can comment as many, maybe put a limit on it. Maybe you can, maybe three is the max or something like that. I don't know. But you could do whatever you want. But the thing is, is people start interacting with your Facebook page so that they can start seeing your normal, regular stuff. And hopefully you're posting interesting stuff and not just like happy tooth Tuesday because nobody gives a shit about tooth Tuesday. I, I assure you. And nobody cares that it's national dentist day. It's, it's unfortunate, but they just don't like us. But anyway, so like, you know, no one cares about this stuff. Post like interesting stuff, post stuff from your office, show behind the scenes stuff. And that's just a good way to like ramp up your engagement. You can also do a charity thing where people can post their local, you know, comment and tag your, your favorite local charity. We're giving away $500 or $1,000 this month. You can buy like a big check and you can have the person come in and you could take a picture with them to get an extra post out of it. But it just gets people interacting with your page and you're doing a nice thing as well. It's fun and it just, it gets your name out there. You know, the last thing I can think about that we've done on Facebook that's worked out pretty well for us is doing Mother's Day giveaways. Do we only do Mother's Day? We've done more Mother's Day giveaways than we've done Father's Day. We've, we have done Father's Day, but we just have people share the post, send it to whoever. You can nominate people. It doesn't need to be public because obviously we're not going to nominate someone and be like, hey, I tagged you, your teeth suck. And it just not doesn't work like that. But it's, it gives you some nice publicity. And if you want to, you can use these. You could interview them before. You can interview the people after. You could you know have them sign a release that you can use, make content from their video. I had one where, you know, we always try to do like where we get them crying when they see their teeth. And we, we've probably done maybe 15, 20 of these. 
because we always say we're going to pick one person. We pick like four every time because it's like, it's so hard to say no to some people. You just feel so bad for them. But what I've realized is that I got some great crying reaction videos and it was from setting up a hidden camera. You know, that sounds weird. But if you pop in the pop and you're like, ready to see your teeth and like you got the camera on their face, you don't get that good reaction. So I just had a little camera setting up on a tripod and I got such a good reaction from someone and I got such a good interview for me before and such a good interview after. And guess what? I never had it edited and I never did anything with it. And now it's like three, four years old and I don't even think I'm going to do anything with it because that's just where I'm at. But nonetheless, what I'm saying is that it's, it's a nice thing to do for people and you will get some publicity out of it. Not that you should do it for the publicity. But it's, it's just a cool thing to get your name out there. So just some little tidbits, little ideas to help you maybe get some new, more new patients in your office. The thing is with new patients is if you can get them in and your patient experience is good and you can blow them away, the more new patients you see, it will start to exponentially increase. It snowballs. I remember when we were seeing 70 new patients a month and we couldn't believe we were seeing 70 new patients a month. I think we had one month last year, we saw 230 new patients one month. How the hell do you see 230 new patients in one month? Well, it's, you got a lot of patients coming from existing patients. So the more you grow your practice and the more you take great care of people, the more it will grow by word of mouth. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be doing these other things. And they all help with the patient experience. All right. Well, I'm off to San Francisco tomorrow, but by the time this airs, I'll be back from San Francisco. So I hope you guys all have an amazing week. I will be posting on my Instagram and Facebook page when the audiobook comes out. Please check that out. It is read by me. It's not read by the robot guy. As everyone says, my first book was read by robot guy. He wasn't a robot. He was human, I promise. But he just kind of read like a robot. And yeah, I I just couldn't do it myself. But I can. I shouldn't have said I couldn't. I could have totally did it. Yeah. All right. You guys have a great week and we will talk to you next time.